Hello everyone, it's Toonami Therapy. January 3rd, 2024, it's the new year, and you know what that means? No. Actually, you probably don't. It means a lot of things. It means that, officially, Steamboat Willie is public domain, and therefore so is Mickey Mouse, at least the Mickey Mouse in Steamboat Willie. Disney will totally sue you if you try to do anything with Mickey Mouse that was in the cartoons after that, though, so be careful about that. Okay. Mm -hmm. that, uh, oh, yeah, I was supposed to actually give an introduction, wasn't I? Uh, mm -hmm. Yes, this is Toonami Therapy, our podcast where we talk about anime and sometimes even Toonami shows. Mm -hmm. Not this week. I'm Michael. I'm Tommy. And, yes, we're going to be talking about some stuff that was not on Toonami because Toonami was in reruns. Next week we'll be Toonami will be back though with new stuff and we'll be able to have all the fun, great fun discussing the end of Attack on Titan. Mm -hmm. uh, so, um, or maybe we won't. Uh, we'll see. Anyway, I, I guess we'll just get into it. Our off Toonami shows. Also, we've decided to check out that live action One Piece series on Netflix. So. Uh, we'll be discussing that also. All right. Mm -hmm. So let's get into it. So we got Shangri-La Frontier episode uh, six. So basically, um, yeah, Sunraku's run into uh, this girl who in this game apparently calls herself Arthur Pencilgon, who he knows because they knew each other in this earlier game where they uh, ended up fighting each other they're in it um so they end up of course fighting in this one also there's um let's see uh and yeah well they base um most of the episode beyond the flashbacks of their backstory really is them fighting each other although there is mm -hmm. uh some other guys who go in there who Try it. But then uh, when things look really bad for Sunraku, Ray shows up to basically save uh, him because now she's actually finally found him. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, then this other character, I can't remember her name, the, the person who had the shaman power, she uses that to, hey, and now I'm going to go and attack the Arthur person with that. I think that's where the, that happens. Yeah. And that was the episode. Although I kind of skipped over it, I actually really like this episode a lot more than the last few ones. I, I thought... Um, I, hmm? Were you saying something, or...? No. Oh, okay. I, I don't... I, I, it's mostly the fact that the players are actually going against each other, and we got some new characters and found out things about... Them. I did think the bit was funny where you find out where Arthur Pencilgon... I don't know how I'm supposed to actually call her. Because Arthur seems weird because she's a uh, female. But then again, we had... Then again, we had a female King Arthur in all the Fate series. So... Um, but yeah, I thought that was... I, I thought there was some funny stuff um, there. Although I do have the one question is... How exactly how advanced of an AI is Emil supposed to be? Because up until this point, I was thinking, okay, you know, it acts really human because this is the future and they got better at this stuff. But we literally hear her think something to herself. Is that like actually part of it? Is it a simulation of eternal thought? Why would you program that in there? Mm. 
Did you have um anything you wanted to say? No, there wasn't much to say about this episode. It just kind of uh we're playing the video game and now we're fighting a boss and uh yeah that that's just pretty much it mm. and um i wish there was some some more to the plot than just pretty much okay you're in the middle of a video game and now you've got to beat the video game and that's it and i I don't know. It, it, it just doesn't seem to have the, the thing to hook me. You know, I, I always go back to Sword Art Online because uh, as bad as SAO was, at least you had that hook of you lose, you die. So there was there was actual incentive. There was something on the line, whereas this is just kind of like, OK, just beat the bosses and continue on your journey in the game. And um, that's where I'm having a hard time getting into it. I don't think it's bad. It's like, it's bad at all. I think, you know, it's funny. It's got good characters. It's got good action scenes, but it just doesn't have that uh, part of the plot that makes me feel like I really should care that much. So, um, yeah, that's my problem with it so far. I don't think technically they need to have something as clear of a goal or stakes as Sword Art Online. If anything, it's actually kind of nice to just have people playing just a regular game. I've actually seen that comment. Oh, good. It's nice to see it like that. At the same time, I do kind of agree that I would like a little more of a direction for uh, things. Maybe we're starting to get one now as we learn a little more about things. There is one thing that confuses me, though. So, okay, so it keeps talking, oh yeah, Arthur Pencilgon, she's his major PK or, you know, player killer, as are the other people, and they got, like, the little things that show their player killers, but then they, but Sunraku is not, as far as I know, and they can attack him, so how exactly does that work in this game? Can you just go and attack other people willy-nilly? Um, like, because that seems like that would be, that wouldn't be very... Uh, people wouldn't really like the game much if you can just be griefed to heck like that. Um, it is so like, did he somehow opt into it, even if by accident, or how did any of that work? I'm just, tr I'm a little unclear about how that sort of fits together. Because in the online games I've played, where there's that sort of thing, you, normally there's some sort of thing where it's kind of opt in. Like either you have to explicitly declare, okay, I'll be. Uh, PK or and you'll be uh, and then you can and then it, this can only be done against other people who have explicitly declared that or there or or there's some limitation like in this one game I played te theoretically you could like just go and attack anyone but there were like some more rules in to it to prevent people from just doing it so I it seemed a little I'm just wondering what the mechanics are there mm -hmm. okay all right, so then we have we were going to talk about a Spy Family episode, but it looks like they uh, missed the dub for this week on Crunchyroll, and um, we end we got straight caught up to where the dub was in order to get through uh, as much as possible before the end of the year. So uh, we didn't have anything there, so we just watched two episodes of my teen romantic comedy snafu or my teen romantic. Uh, my teen romantic comedy snafu 
coup, as they call it. Mm-hmm. That's T O O, mm-hmm. by the way, not T, not mm-hmm. like the numeral. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's episodes fourteen and fifteen. We were we we kind of watched this, but we put it on pause. We're bringing it back now. All right. So, um, which actually worked out kind of well, I think, because these two episodes went together. Mm-hmm. All right. So they're yeah. uh, going on to a. Uh, field trip. One of the uh, this one guy, you know, goes to service club and he's saying, "Hey, I want to confess to this girl I like. Will you help me?" So they decide, "Okay, uh, I guess we will." And then they find out there's a whole bunch of convoluted stuff about intergroup dynamics, and I'm not even <laughs> going to try to explain because I got confused. <laughs> the, the long and the short of it is that he decide he's going to try to um do it but then he's having trouble you know getting the nerve when he's talking to her so then uh Hachi Aman the main character or Sid as you might call him because he's got the same voice (laughs) actor he decides he decides okay I need to like make all this stuff these competing things work over so he just goes in and and confesses himself to the girl instead but then Uh she just says oh well I can't really date anyone right now uh thereby i guess kind of sparing the feelings of the guy who was going to ask um her and so everything i guess works out but people are uh tell sid well you know you're kind of ruthless aren't you (laughs) you know all that (laughs) yeah um wow i did enjoy the first episode with those moments with the boy who <laughs> who looks like a girl, or the one, or at least he—he's always attracted to her or to him. I don't know. I—I—I um, I, I thought that was funny in the first episode, but second episode was even better. Um, it had more of that, plus it had that fantastic way of uh, Hiki going in, uh, uh, blowing things up by. Um, doing that confessing, and uh, I I just thought it was a very humorous couple of episodes, uh, and um, it's definitely doing the romantic comedy. Th- well, it's doing the comedy thing, right? I'm not sure if it's doing the romantic part of it, right? Because I don't feel like there's any uh real romance going on anywhere unless it's between Hickey and that <laughs> character who whose name escapes me. Um but yeah I I really enjoyed these episodes. It's it's amazing because I completely wrote this thing off and was about to drop it and and now I'm really liking it. So there you go. You know, this uh, this episode, it actually kind of made me think some things. I've noticed in a bunch of anime, there's, like, the part where the guy is supposed to, like, gives his, like, big love confession to the girl. And that's, like, a repeated thing. It's always, okay, I gotta get her alone so I can say I like her and hopefully she'll reciprocate and all that stuff. And I'm just thinking, I don't think I've ever seen it done like that, like, in American shows even like in cartoons and stuff 
it, <laughs> I, I mean, obviously you still have like, you know, confession stuff, but it's never played this way. And I've just, is this like, I, I, when I see things like this so many times in anime, this whole thing, the guy goes to the girl and, you know, do, can, does the confession thing. Is that like how people like really do it in Japan? Or is this something where anime isn't necessarily reflective of like actual life? Mm. Yeah. Um, I know from <laughs> personal experience that, uh, there is some, uh, very awkward, uh, <laughs> places to confess your love to someone, which <laughs> I've taken part in before. Um, but I can say from experience, I wasn't alone with the girl and no one else there, which, uh, probably would have been better than <laughs> the way it turned out. So, uh, yeah, I can tell that story sometime if, if you ever want to hear it, but, uh, basically, <laughs> yeah, um, Confessions like that do happen, but I don't think they're as common as you see them in anime. Now that I, now that I think about it, I feel like that's something you always that I'm suddenly um thinking that's something you see in in like uh let me just double check that's more of like the thing you'll see. There's always an emphasis on that, but that's always like in the Shonen or Seinen series. I'm just only thinking, I'm thinking, you know, the Shoujo series that I've looked at, they don't really do it like that usually. Um, they don't have like, they don't, may, maybe it's just because the emphasis is on the guy because, you know, that that's the target demographic or whatever, but it's a little, um, I don't know. It's just a key. I keep seeing this thing in a bunch of like anime or manga or whatever, where the guy does like the big confession thing. Sometimes it's done like more as a joke, like you know when um uh in Eminence Shadow, where Sid basically mm-hmm. gets like dare to um confess to um Alexia and uh, only yeah, that's and, my, that was my favorite one. That um <laughs> that or or. Or other things, but I'm just noticing doing that is just such a recurring um, thing, and um, it doesn't tend to be played out that way in like outside of anime. I don't think not in not really that way outside of um shonen slash seinen um either. Um, anyway, okay, so yeah, I don't have too much else to say about that. Anyway, so then we have. Where we finally checked it out, the One Piece live action series on Netflix. Um, so, yeah, we just watched the first episode. Uh, well, it's basically the story of One Piece, but I'll uh, to go through it uh, quickly. Uh, Luffy has uh, decided that he want wants to become king of the pirates, so he ends up uh, on. He ends up basically having to leave the little ship he was in and uh, get into a barrel which gets uh, that floats in the ocean, which gets picked up by these pirates uh, uh, under this a woman named Elvita. Uh, Luffy ends up beating her and uh, escaping with Kobe, one of, this kid who was kind of being forced to work with the pirates. They leave to get to this other to this um 
island. He uh, ends up uh, meeting uh, Zoro and Nami and kind of recruiting them along the way, but not exactly. They're, they're not really, a, they're kind of working together, but they haven't really made, become a crew or anything. Um, they, uh, along the way, they do end up fighting uh, the Navy, the guy in charge of the Navy base, uh, Morgan, uh, Axe Hand Morgan. Was he a, was he a, um, let me just, uh, anyway, so yeah, they, get that, they get the map to the Grand Line, and then they leave, and Kobe stays behind to join the Navy. We do get some flashback stuff about Luffy, and you know, how he got the rubber, uh, the gum gum fruit when he was a kid, and yeah, that was, uh, basically the big stuff that happened in the episode. Um, okay, um, so I wanted to just say that our experiences in watching this are going to be a lot different from each other because I'm seeing this all for the first time because I didn't start watching One Piece until right before the Thriller Bark Bark, I think it was. And um, so I, I don't know any of this stuff that's going on so anytime something happens i have no clue whether okay this happened in the manga or the anime this didn't it's all it's all new to me so my experience is going to be different from yours when it comes to this yeah i i actually wanted to mention that in case you or any listeners are wondering okay how does this like fit in with the original series like how close of an adaptation of it is it it's um it's pretty close but there are some changes like the like the general plot is the same we get uh we find out some stuff about luffy's um past you know when he got the gum gum fruit him knowing um shanks and some stuff there he did um in both, he ended up in that barrel. He ended up being taken onto the Alveda Pirates um, ship where he beats them and uh, rescues Kobe. He and Kobe end up going to that uh, island where there's a marine uh, base. Zoro uh, is being sort of held prisoner in the sort of um, yard, you know, uh, tied to that uh, pole or whatever there. And Luffy ends up rescuing him and uh, recruiting him. They uh, end up fighting, you know, Morgan and uh, who is in charge of it. And I literally just when we were starting watching this, I I realized a joke. Morgan, Captain, Captain Morgan. I never noticed that until literally like two minutes ago. I didn't mm-hmm. realize the joke. Anyway, uh, they do. They get that. And then they uh, basically take the escape and take off and Kobe stays behind to join the Navy. All of that is, is, is exactly how it played out in the, uh, original series. But a bunch of the specifics are different. Like the big one, Nami was in the manga, didn't get introduced until after this. In the anime, they added some scenes with her, but she didn't interact with like the main, with Luffy or Zoro yet. But here she, she meets them and they're working together. So that's a change there. There's a number of other uh, things. For example, when Luffy got here, Zoro was all in the manga was already, you know, arrested. He Luffy wasn't there to like see the fight, and in this case, he kind of randomly stumbles upon Zoro, whereas originally he was like 
looking directly for him because he was interested in recruiting him. Uh, Alvita, they kind of changed her a bit because in the original, she kept having her crew announce that she was like the most beautiful pirate. And the joke is that she's actually really fat and ugly. But they to changed that. <laughs> to, they changed that to them to her having her say them say she's the most powerful pirate. Maybe they like were worried about getting like you know complaints about fat shaming or something like that. Um, and you know, I'm not going to go through every single, uh, shift, but basically that, uh, that's the thing. This is the same general story. There are some specifics change. Um, though is basically how it goes. It's a pretty faithful adaptation with some things changed, you know, because maybe it works better or for all I know, maybe the author of one piece was thinking, man, I did all this stuff. I started the series back in 1997. If I could redo it again, I'd like to change some things. Um, mm -hmm. So that's basically its relation to the source material. It, it, like I said, same story, but some of the specifics are different. Mm -hmm. I will say this, that I really enjoyed it. And I thought it was really good even though I didn't even know most of this stuff. Uh, my one complaint with it is that it's too long. Um, now, I have the attention span of a fruit fly, but even someone who has a more of an attention span than me, uh, this is just very hard to just stay focused on it for that long. I mean, I know you do it in a movie theater, but but you you see the movie and then that's that's all you see for months, you know. And uh, this case, uh, you're they're expecting you to watch another one of these next week, so um, yeah, it's just a little too long. Um, I noticed that the the credits, which I decided to sit through the entire credits just for the beep of it, and um, uh, I noticed that uh, it was, uh, it was, uh, it had like pretty much every language imaginable that it was translated into. Mm -hmm. So that was amusing. Uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed this. Um, uh, yeah, I I don't really have much else to say. Yeah, Netflix dubs their um their popular series into a lot of languages, and then they give the credits for them at the end. Oh, here's something interesting. Um, the the person who plays Luffy, um, Inyaki Godoy, he's uh fluent in English and Spanish. He's Mexican, and I checked, and for the Spanish dub, he did Luffy's voice in that. Um, so I thought that was kind of funny to have That's, the actual. That is. <laughs> To have the live action person dub over his own voice in uh -huh. another language. Uh. Yeah, I think this was a very good series. There's, you know, there's a few things I didn't like. I was thinking, okay, did we really need to that um scene where Hamapo's naked? Did we really need to like see his butt? Because I was like, okay, yeah, um, and things. But yeah, on the whole part, um, and I do think this could have been cut down a little. I did look at the subsequent episodes. This one, I think, was like 68 minutes. The other ones look like they're more like around 58 minutes. So, you know, it's still kind of long, but a little shorter. Um, 
but yeah, I, I think this was very good. Um, the one thing I wish I, I wish I had maybe grabbed a family member who didn't know anything about one piece and asked them to watch me it with me just so I could see what their reaction to it was. Cause I, cause I, I, I know One Piece reasonably well. I haven't seen all of it. I haven't read all of it, but I did at least watch the early stuff. Well, I watched the early stuff when it was uh, dubbed by four kids. So obviously there were some changes um, there that a bunch of people have made fun of uh, with a number of changes. But I, I it's still like I, I got the basic story there. So, so I know that you at least know One Piece kind of okay. You, you know like the later things. You just don't know this early yeah. stuff. And I'm just wondering what the perspective of someone who knows nothing at all, if this is their first exposure to One Piece, would be thinking. Um, yeah, so, but yeah, like I, um, like I said, this is definitely, I, I'm, I'm curious if at the end of the series, because like I said, general, um, same story, some specifics changed. Like, for example, in the original, Morgan was made way more of a jerk. Like, he was a really awful guy um, mm -hmm. in the original, and they kind of toned that down here. You know, he's still not good, but he... Unlike the original, he wasn't, um, he wasn't bait. He wasn't executing his own soldiers, um, when they said they didn't mm -hmm. want to kill a little girl. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so there's, but yeah, just, uh, yeah, I, I was quite impressed, um, with it outside of a few, uh, things. Oh, one other thing I wanted to mention, because you and I, when we watched this, we, we watched it, you know, at the same time and kind of talked with each other. Uh, we were remarking, oh, wow, so Gold Rogers, when he died, he didn't specify that he left everything in one place. Well, I was actually, after watching this, I reread the early manga stuff that covered this, and I was, just to my surprise, oh, he never actually said that. That was just something they put in, like, the anime opening. He mm. never he never specified he put it in one place. He just said, my treasure is out there if you want to find it, and... Uh, it, it was a little more general when he said that. Mm -hmm. hmm. Okay. So I don't think I have anything else to really say about it. It uh, were did you have any questions or anything? I guess I could try to answer. Uh, no, you you answered everything pretty well for me. So okay. Uh, yeah. So that was good. Yeah. I, I'm excited to see the next episode, uh, definitely, to kind of relive some of this early stuff, even if there are some changes. Um, but like I said, they're not bad changes. They're, they're just... Mm -hmm. they're, they're, rel they're just changes in the specifics, but now I'm just repeating myself. So, um, yeah, was there anything else I wanted to say about it? Um... No, I think that's it. There, although if anyone is curious about like all every change they make, if you go to the One Piece a wiki, you know onepiece.fandom.com, and you look at the article for the this episode, at the end it'll give you a big list of everything that was added or removed uh, from the manga and anime. Mm -hmm. 
what, what that one nice thing about one piece being so popular they put there's a lot of great information you can find on like the fan um wikis mm-hmm. all right i guess that's it we've finished with one piece and we finished talking really i guess we can give our top threes even though there were only a few shows we actually watched yeah so um I'm just doing only anime, so, but I do separate by episode. So this one is third place, Sangrilla Frontier. Second place, I put the first episode of Snapu. And first place, or what, what did I say? First, first is second, and second is first. That's what it is. Uh, but it doesn't matter. Snafu gets five points to begin the year off with. For the record, the winning total last year was 43. So uh, Snafu still has a way to go if they want to clinch. How, how exactly do you count them? I, I don't. Uh, maybe you should explain the point system you're using. Sure. First place is three points. Second place is two points. Third place is one point. So uh, every every week they get something on there. Uh, last year, Lemnis and Shadow won with 43, but second place was Ray Liana with 25. So, okay. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, top three for me. Hmm. That's actually, it's, now that we've discussed it, I'm having a little more difficulty in that. My problem is I'm thinking of the uh, Snafu episodes and I'm thinking, well, which one did I necessarily like more if we're going to do it like um, this? Um, I think I actually liked... Okay, I I guess I'm going to do it like this. I'll put the first place will be the second episode of Snafu. Shangri-La Frontier will be in the middle and the lowest will be in the third place will be the first episode of <laughs> Snafu. Um, oh man, that, that's going to be confusing to follow. Okay. You don't have to do it. You don't have to do it my way. You can, you can rank one piece if you want. No, I, I'm just, Oh, well, if a one piece was there, it would be number one. Uh, okay. That, yeah. that, that was, uh, it was, I, I, like I said, I really liked it. Honestly, if I were, it's not fair to base it just on one episode, but if I had literally had to say, okay, where would I have put this in my year end list from last week? One piece, this episode would have, I-, I can't give an exact number, but if the rest of the series is of this quality, it would, it would definitely be in top three, at least, um, uh, three compared to those. All right. All right. Um, I guess now that we're there, I guess we can. I, I was going to suggest we could briefly maybe um, just say, oh, hey, here's some uh, shows we watched last year that were off podcast that we liked. Um, so I, I not not too much. I'm just going to mention a few I watched. Um, I watched this uh, this series called Sugar Apple Fairy Tale. That was kind of fun. It's definitely a shoujo um, series, but I, I mostly liked it um there was also this here's a weird one i was good i was going to there's this other one i i just don't have too much to say about sugar apple fairy tale i kind of liked it but it's not the kind of series a bunch of people i think are gonna um like if um the what was the next one i was going to say 
Uh, there's one called like Mono No Guitari, Malevolent Spirits. There's Mono No Guitari. There's two notes. This isn't Mono Guitari. And it, it was just a fun uh, kind of... It's weird. I want to say it was a fun shonen action series, but it's actually technically seinen. Could have fooled me. Uh, there's, I also like this one. A lot of people aren't going to like this series. I, I, I get that. But I really love Too Cute Crisis. Uh, that's the good thing about that series. You'll watch one episode. You'll instantly know if you like the series. And there is one other series I wanted to mention, but I can't for the life of me remember. Oh, High Card. High Card was fun. It was just, it's just a series about these guys who have these playing um, cards that give them special powers. It's kind of a little like JoJo. It's got a second season coming up, so I guess I'd mention it. All right, well, that wasn't anywhere near as interesting as I thought it would be when I came up with suggesting it. But I guess I might as well just throw out those things, a series that I liked from last year and were interesting enough for me to go the whole way. Did you have anything you wanted to recommend? Nope. I don't really... I don't remember if I even watched anything. I watched like a couple first episodes of stuff, but... I know I, you, I I know really... you watched Tomo-chan as a girl. Oh, yeah, that's right. Tomo-chan as a girl. I did watch that. That was really, really good. And uh, it's just kind of sad that it had to end when it did. It didn't tie up the loose ends which kind of uh was very depressing uh the ending was still pretty good but it rushed the ending so uh that 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 episode was that show was really good um i probably sort of suggested that on instead of something else probably but uh yeah i did watch the first episode of oc no po and it uh, affected me so much that I just, <laughs> I can't, I, it, it's kind of like your name where there was, it was, it invokes such a, a uh, emotional response from me that I feel like I can't watch it ex unless I'm in the perfect mood for it. And, you know, I'm never in that perfect mood. So, um, so yeah, I I want to watch OC No Co. I probably will watch it now that I got my, uh, my high dive subscription back. But, um, yeah, I, I started to watch the so-called Princess Resurrection. It was a pretty old show. Um, but only got through one episode of that too. So we'll see if I ever go back to that. Okay. All right. So there's some, um, quick recommendations, uh, from us over some things from last year and all right, that's it. Then we ended up talking a little longer than I thought, considering we didn't have that, uh, much to talk about, but, I don't think there's anything else to say next week. We're we'll have the same things. We'll hopefully we'll get the spy family episode this time. There's only two left for us to watch and mm -hmm. we'll also have attack on Titan. The final episodes part two. Uh, and we'll discuss that. We'll see what we think about the end of attack on Titan and 
we'll try to do better next time. Bye.